friends, my name is Stephanie Romero, and I am the founder and executive director of Awaken Pittsburgh. I want to welcome you to our podcast, The Ripple Effect. Awaken Pittsburgh is a nonprofit dedicated to fostering well-being, empathy, and compassion for all by teaching and encouraging mindfulness and meditation practices. I also want to take a moment to let you know that Awaken Pittsburgh offers many other opportunities for practice and connection. For example, you can join our online community, which features a space to more deeply explore the topics we cover with our guests. We have weekly posts to spark thought, practice, and reflection. I hope you will come join us to explore, connect with others, and deepen your practice. You can find out more at awakenpittsburgh.org. I am so excited to introduce Sarah Hamilton as our guest today on the Ripple Effect podcast. Sarah is actually a board member with Awaken Pittsburgh. She is also a dynamic consumer packaged goods leader with experience across government, enterprise software, and sales. She's also the CFO and treasurer for the Seats Foundation, a nonprofit that encourages civic engagement and community connection through a mobile app. She and her husband currently live in Idaho with their two dogs, Kona and Bella, and enjoy exploring the outdoors. I am so glad to have Sarah talking with us this February as we focus on awareness. Sarah, I'm so excited to have you with us on our podcast, and our topic this month is awareness. So glad that you were interested enough in that topic to join us for the call. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to be here. Great. So just to start us off, I'd love to hear a little bit more about, in general, the role of mindfulness or meditation in your life. Yeah, I think for me, mindfulness and meditation, it definitely takes the forefront. I personally make sure to start every day um, with 10 minutes of meditation and then followed by 10 minutes of yoga. And I think for me, pairing the two of those together, it's the best way to start my day on the right foot and make sure that I'm being aware and conscious of of my emotions and how I am thinking about things as I move throughout the day. So Um, you know, starting with deep breathing in the morning um, makes me kind of more aware of my thoughts and emotions. And then moving into yoga um, helps me to kind of continue to breathe through difficult things. That's what yoga teaches. And so pairing the two of those together just reminds me if I go into a stressful meeting later or any kind of stressful situation that I can always take a step back, take a couple deep breaths and move through that difficult situation. So I've been doing um, that practice probably most of my life, um, at least since, you know, I was 18. So um, for me, just again, starting the day that way is the best way to start my day on the right foot. So your meditation practice is usually like a breath focused awareness practice? It is. Yeah, for me, I do better with a guided meditation. So I do like a 10 minute guided meditation. And I actually just find them on YouTube. YouTube has been a great resource for me for um, health and wellness and almost everything. Um, And it's free. So it's a a great way for me to start my day. 
Yeah, I'm definitely a huge YouTube fan. <laughs> yeah, the resources, it's amazing. You can learn to do anything on YouTube. <laughs> it is. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah. So oftentimes when we think about meditation, mindfulness, even yoga, awareness feels so foundational to all of the practices. So I wonder if you could just speak to what awareness means for you, how you might define it and the role it has in your practice. Yeah. So in these last couple of years, I've really started to focus more on the emotional awareness aspect of my life. I've read a number of incredible books. One of them is Market Mind Games by Denise Scholl. And, um, you know, working in the professional sphere and investments and finance and things like that, this book really speaks to how every decision from the micro to the macro in our world is actually influenced through our emotions, whether we realize it or not. So that book actually sparked the idea for a show called Billions, which is on Hulu. Um, but the idea is that people in the investment world, they think that they're making these trades that you know are uh, predicted through quants and numbers and all these things. But really, at the end of the day, markets are people and markets are emotions. And so in order for us to get better at whatever our job is and even anything that we tackle on a day-to-day -day basis, we need to be more aware of our emotions. And that's not something that we typically think about as we're going through our busy days. So taking a step back and maybe journaling that or logging it um, just to be aware of how we make decisions and be more conscious of things that make us feel good or things that make us feel bad and it might surprise us. Um, so that's what I've kind of started doing. That book inspired me to track my emotions and be more aware of my emotional health. And now let's take a pause to update you on some upcoming events from Awaken Pittsburgh. Welcome to a new beginning with Awaken Pittsburgh's Mindful Connections for Wellness program. Are you ready to embark on a journey towards a more mindful and connected life? This unique course is your gateway to integrating mindfulness and meditation into your everyday routine. Under the guidance of Don Lehman, you will acquire practical skills to stay focused and grounded. Imagine enhancing your personal well-being while enriching your interactions with others. Join us from February 22nd through April 18th and master strategies to manage everyday stress, build resilience against life's challenges, cultivate deeper compassion and empathy, establish a consistent mindfulness practice. Don't miss this enlightening journey. Register now at awakenpittsburgh.org forward slash events. Now, back to our conversation. So how do you think your meditation and yoga practices support you in that awareness journey? I think for me, when you can be in the still and the quiet of things, even if it's just for a couple of moments, um, you can realize your emotions and how you think about things. You know, how did that mark? How did that marketing meeting make me feel? How did spending time with that person make me feel? Is that something that I want to do again? Is that something that I want to change? And for me, my husband and I both work remotely, and sometimes that can be hard. Sometimes it's the best thing, um, and just being aware of every decision that we make and how, you know, making sure we spend time with each other and still have that quality time so that we can kind of rejuvenate um, 
our both our relationship and just you know how we feel on a day-to-day basis great thanks for sharing that i feel like you're giving folks a lot of great resources just already in the conversation yeah, I've discovered a number of great books and, and apps and things like that. So I, I love reading. I think it's a great way to continue to develop and just learn. So, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, maybe we could dive just a little bit deeper um, into the role of that emotional awareness in your work life. So, you know, a lot of times I think we go on autopilot and we just kind of get through the day. And what I kind of heard you describing is taking some pauses to just check in, right? And so what do you think the impact of that? It sounds like it's a new-ish practice for you. Uh, What what do you think the impact of that has been in your work world? Yeah, it is a definitely newish practice for me because I used to just take those 10 minutes in the morning, um, and which is great, but I realized it wasn't enough because the rest of the day is left open. And so just like, you know, how doctors say, make sure you stand and you take breaks away from the screen and things like that. There's also that emotional mental part of it um, where you take a step back emotionally and mentally. So I make sure to do that in between meetings, whether that's going and grabbing a cup of tea or, you know, any kind of beverage and taking a step back just to recharge and refocus so that we don't go on autopilot. I think it's a very easy thing to do, especially because I work from home. And so when your work and your home are um, intermingled, it's it's really easy to do that and just wake up, go straight into it and then, um, you know, turn it off and go to bed but making sure to build in those times for yourself and your health throughout the day, even if it's just a quick two minute stretch break or something, anything, um, you know, being cognizant of that absolutely benefits your mental health. Yeah. And has it impacted your work life at all? And I also kind of heard you name reflection as a thing. And so I, I actually believe that reflection is a practice, you know, intentionality around reflecting. Um, And so I heard, I heard you kind of maybe didn't use that word, but felt like you were naming, making sure you had times to reflect. And so taking these breaks, being really aware of how you are emotionally, um, how has that impacted how you show up in your workspaces, maybe in meetings and things like that? So that's kind of one area that I'd love to hear you talk about. And then also um, when you do find you're dysregulated, is there a practice that you could share that helps you, right? So taking that break to kind of check in is one thing, but then once you notice you're dysregulated, what do you do? And then all of that, how does that then impact your work? No, absolutely. I think, you know, for me, a couple of years ago, um, I experienced burnout maybe for the first time where I was working multiple jobs. I had so many things going on. Um, Probably a lot of us have experienced this during COVID when we had to watch our kids and daycare was closed, et cetera, you name it. Um, And so if you've ever felt that feeling of burnout, that's definitely something you want to avoid for the rest of your life if you can. So Um, Feeling that for me the first time was really a wake-up call 
Uh, and that's kind of when I started to venture into maybe I need to take more breaks throughout the day. Maybe I need to take more me time. And so that has really impacted my life and making sure that I don't, you know, hit the wall um, during burnout. And I am regularly checking in with myself saying every day is a new choice, right? Every day is a new day. Do I want to make these same choices again and again and again? Or do I want to take a step back, maybe reevaluate, um, reflect on how did yesterday go? Is there something I can do differently today that um, will make a difference uh, for my mental health? And, and not only that, but my mental health is so important because it affects my relationships. So how do I treat my family at home? How do I treat uh, you know, my coworkers? Am I going into a meeting already frustrated and upset and you know, turning the meeting in a different direction maybe than I wanted to? Uh, so making sure that uh, you understand how you're entering situations so that you can steer those in a direction that's positive. Great. And then I would love to know, like you already mentioned some great resources, the YouTube videos, which, you know, gotta love YouTube. And also the book Market Mind Games, which is a great resource. Is there another like favorite mindfulness resource that you might want to share with folks listening? Yeah, absolutely. For me, um, you know, this is this might sound kind of silly, but it's on everybody's phone if you have an iPhone, but it's just the health app. And I actually never opened that until recently. But there's a great little section in there that is called mindfulness. And so when you go into that, you can log it. And you can just log your emotions, you know, why am I feeling this way, which is a really important part of that question. And then you can track it over time. So maybe in the mornings, I'm typically feeling better than I am in the afternoons, or this activity makes me feel better, this activity makes me feel worse. And so, uh, again, back to the reflection that you were mentioning, just understanding and being aware of our emotions throughout the day then we can make better decisions based on that. So the health app is really great. It also has everything from water and nutrition and, and protein as well, but it's a great app just because it's already on everybody's phone and it's free. Yeah, love the free, <laughs> love the free resources that we don't need to pay for any or anything. Yeah, that sounds amazing. And again, like I just love how you're connecting when we don't have awareness that there are these tools available so that we can start to build awareness. Like how often am I really feeling a certain way? How often am I really eating or drinking certain things? I know a lot of even just like weight loss apps or you know better health apps, like part of level one is just growing that awareness as step one. So I think that's, that's an amazing thing for people yeah. to be able to start to track what they're doing already. Yeah. And it's not something I never thought about tracking my emotions. I guess for me, that was sort of a newer concept. Um, and it was kind of eye opening because, you know, it might surprise uh, you what things actually make you happy and what things don't, you know, maybe a run is supposed to make you happy. It's supposed to make you feel better, but maybe running's not for you. Right. So maybe that's a negative emotion. So again, just uh, making you aware of how things make you feel. Yeah. Awesome. Is there any last thing that you might want to share that I didn't ask about, about the role of mindfulness, meditation, awareness, anything that you think I didn't ask about that you might want to share that's important? I think um, for us, we kind of touched on this earlier, but just to reiterate that 
um, you know, in today's world with all the craziness going on and, and, you know, you probably have less time this year than you did last year, that um, making sure that you take that time, even if it's a couple of minutes throughout the day to take a step back, take a breath, because if you think about it, you don't really, you can't afford to not do that is, is a good way to think about it as well, right? The cost of not doing that is higher than the cost of doing that um, and goes for everything. It's just a part of holistic health too, right? Physical health, mental health, spiritual health, all of it. And so neglecting that piece of it can really affect you and compound down the road. Um, so just a small thing to do, if you can make one step um, today, maybe one another step uh, tomorrow as well. It's really, really going to impact you in the long run. Yeah, I love that. In fact, sometimes I, if I know that I have a difficult conversation or call coming up on a day, I try to spend extra time in the morning practicing, right? Just settling myself. So I think, I think you're exactly right that the crazier we feel and the less time we think we have, the more we actually need to build in those breaks and take that time for ourselves because it'll help us navigate those difficulties. Absolutely, yes. Well, thanks so much for your time today. It was a lot of fun getting to know you a little better as a newer board member and just sharing what you do and, and how you keep yourself healthy and sane. I love it. Yes, thank you so much. I think it's been amazing for me to be on the board because even just Coming to board meetings reminds me that I need to be more aware um, and you know mindful throughout my days. So uh, I think this is great. I believe in the mission. I'm excited to see where Awaken Pittsburgh goes. Awesome. Thanks, Sarah. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Say something studios.